0: Hey, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy, and I got a State of the New York Knicks podcast. And finally, got our guys over there, Die Hard Knicks podcast. Finally come together to get a podcast going together, man. How you doing, brother? How was your day, man?
1: Yeah, hey, chilling, man, chilling. I just got in, actually. Just uh, getting busy. I had, to, I had to give my kids a death threat, man, Tell them I'm, I'm about to about to record a podcast. <laughs> Not a definite, um, but just like a, you know, a little little um warning. Just let them know to chill out a little bit.
0: <laughs> That's good, man. That's good, man. So today I wanted to mix it up. I wanted to do a mailbag episode. I got five questions from people, I'm pretty sure. They, they, they're stuff that you've been having on your mind as well, as far as the Knicks is concerned. So. Yeah. But before we even get into the mailbag questions, What's your temperature on the team right now? It's December fifteenth.
1: December fifteenth, man. There's there's a lot a lot of stuff going on emotionally, man. Like from um from day one, like it was, it was just questions of, of um what Fizdale was trying to do. Like the, he started um Trey and um Argy Barrett together in, in the in the backcourt, and then he only <laughs> played Traer seven minutes, and then you know he he dropped twenty two points the next game, and then he proceeded to get. DMP after DMP. So, oh, from man. just from the beginning, man, you know, I, I really don't know what, what's going on with him. You know,
0: um, I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you, I think Trey is a goner, bro. I, I think, as far as it'll be, be so bro,
1: unfortunate,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I think he's a goner, man. It's you gotta look at it like this Trey stunts the offense, and the type of player that he is, being that he's already 23 years old. We know who he is already. Yeah, Dotson, he's old man. Yeah, Dodson's a better fit. Frank is a better fit. Just talking about R.J. Barrett specifically, and I, I don't, I don't know, man. I think he's going to be a part of a trade package. Uh, this trade deadline season, man. I think he's going to be a part of a trade package. Sadly, man.
1: What do you, what do you think he Um, he's going to go. What stands out to me is um this guy um Sexton, they keep talking about Sexton, I'm seeing oh. his name pop though. You think they're gonna trade him for um Sexton?
0: I would love Sexton, yeah, you know? <laughs> but I don't I don't think they'll trade for Trey because they already got a KPJ. Right. And I don't think I I don't know, but that's an ideal trade candidate. I would love man, I would love Colin Sexton over there, man, because our point guard uh, is – it it's straight garbage. Yeah, straight garbage. <laughs>
1: yeah, like like I said, you know, Fiz, from day one. Fisdale didn't even believe in the uh, point guards. We got four of them, and he didn't start not one on day one. So, yeah, you know that that's that's the temp. Like you said, temperature. That's the temperature I am because I, I really don't know what's going on. I thought I knew what was going to happen when the season started, but you know, as the season began and it just played out, man. It's just like what is going on? You don't you don't know what to what to expect day to day looking at the Knicks.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially with Julius Randle. This oh is- man.
1: <laughs> Every time he drives the lane, he's like, "Whoa, what's going to happen next?" He's like, yeah, "I'm going to make a spin move. Let's see what happens."
0: God, yeah. Every game, I got to scream at the TV to just tell us me to pass the ball, like, yeah. pass the goddamn ball. Like, yeah,
1: I don't, I don't even scream anymore, man. I just turn the TV off and go to bed. <laughs> Know what's going to happen in the beginning. You was kind of like hoping that you would see what you thought you was going to see, but then, as you know, as the like I said, as, as the game started going on, you're just looking at the games like, Yo, are they really going to do this again? And then, as soon as they get down, what, what happens? This guy, um Fisdale put Wellington in and starts on um, running that, um, um, Reggie Miller play, you know.
0: Oh, my god, man, that, that, now that I'm looking at Mike Miller's offense, I was defending Fisdale for the firing,
1: because- yeah
0: you know, RJ Barry, he gotta see probably two to three head coaches in his rookie season. But now that I'm looking at Mike Miller's offense, yeah, Fisdale deserved to be fired. <laughs> yeah.
1: He just he just really just calmed everything down, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. Simple simplified everything. Get Julius Randle in the ball in spots where he just take one or two dribbles and he's to the basket. You no, know, the simple things. Less switching. Um just less like, hero ball too. It, yeah, yeah, let's hero ball. It it is beautiful to watch. One more, um, one more question, bro. Before we yeah. mail back questions, what the hell is going on with Dennis Smith Jr., man? <laughs> what what <laughs> the hell is happening with this kid, man?
1: Yeah, I I feel like he's trying to sell us Amway or something like that, man. He he <laughs> he's been on. They got him selling Perry Ellis, and he was selling sneakers in the in the summertime in China. It's like, yeah,
0: I did like that. What's going on? <laughs> that ain't doing no justice. No- yes.
1: I mean, that, that whole situation pissed me off. I know it was his, um, his stepmother passed away and then, you know, he was, he was injured and stuff like that. But I just thought they played all that up too much, man. You know, cause at, at the end of the day, these guys play basketball. So you gotta be ready to play ball. He wasn't ready to play ball in the beginning of the season.
0: Nope. Nope. He's still not ready to play ball. Cause he's still not ready.
1: He's like a chicken without a head.
0: <laughs> and and it's so obvious that Mike Miller did not play in the last game. And it's, Kind of glaring that he hasn't played the last two games and we won both games, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna let Dennis Smith Jr. live for now. Hopefully the brother finds his way. Hopefully the brother gets traded to another team, a smaller market like Markel Fultz, who's actually balling right now, and he, he'll figure it out.
1: Hopefully um, he finds a better barber too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause
1: he, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, yeah, yo. yeah, he's he's been looking crazy lately, man.
0: Yo. For him to complain to Mark Berman about an Uber driver talking about the Knicks and not knowing who the hell he was, yeah. was brother, that's New York. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I, don't, I don't know what he expects. Um, right. All right. To the mailbag questions, brother. So first question from KC Harvin. Um, He asks, in your opinion, at the firing mills, what would be the next step and why? Um. <laughs> yeah, Mills should be gone after this season. After another losing season, losing fifty plus. Oh my God, losing fifty plus games. Um.
1: Yeah. Well, with that man, I think just just um just to keep all of us fans from um from killing each other, you know, they they need to just just um let let Mills just go in the background, just let him, because for some reason, Dolan loves this guy, man. That that's like his right hand <laughs> man. That's like his his road dog. You know when he goes to the bar and he out there trying to get girls and stuff like that. Mills is the guy, you know, sitting next to him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I don't know, really know what that's about. But you know, if if I, if it was me, you would, you would have to just um to just just eliminate him from TV, period, and just elevate either either elevate Scott Perry and give him an uh, assistant GM or maybe slide Allen Houston over because everybody seems to like Allen Houston.
0: True, I, I like both the picks. Um, for me personally, I don't. I, if Steve Mills gone, Scott Perry needs to be gone, too. I think that yeah. we need a whole overhaul. We need everybody gone. We need fresh blood in the garden. Hopefully, we get Becky Hammond. That's my pick for, for the next New York Knicks coach. Um, President, I'm torn. I want Musa Ujiri, but this report that I just read, where they talking about they want two first-round picks, the Toronto Raptors could definitely kick rocks. and. Yeah. I'm thinking about Jeff Van Gundy as the president. Um, I, I'm not too sure, man.
1: I, I, I don't. I don't know about Jeff Van Gundy, man. He'll. I think he'll like like just kill him. I think he would kill himself right on TV, man. <laughs> that guy. That guy gave it up so hard when he was a coach. I don't. I don't think he can handle being the president. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, to be honest, man, I'm at a loss for words. Who I want the next president of basketball operations to be? To be. It, right. it, it's various candidates. I mean, you got. Well, Sam what do you think?
1: Well, Sam Presti, ah, oh, man. Well, I wanted to ask you what, what do you, what do you think about what, what Scott Perry's been doing since he's been here, though? Because he's, he's cleaned the cap. He, he got us extra picks. He hasn't um given up any picks. So, you know, really, hasn't, he hasn't really done done a too bad of a job other than sign, like, 5,000 power forwards, you know?
0: <laughs> um, I really don't have no beef with Scott Perry. I mean, he's a great, he's a drafter. Um, mm-hmm. He gets second-round gems. Um. The only issue I have with Scott Perry is he needs to stop bringing his reclamation projects over here. I'm sick of watching these guys come over here and steal minutes from lottery picks, a.k.a. Alfred Payton, even though he yeah. had a good game. I, I don't want to. I, I don't pay for league pass. or None of this stuff to watch Alfred Payton. I'm sorry. I'm not invested in this guy. He's on a one year deal. I don't. I, I, I'm good on him starting. I don't. He's. Good two games. I I care less about that. Play the kids <laughs> and that's it. That 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 that's that's where I'm at, man. That's basically where well, I'm
1: at. Well, the only kid where um where they are playing is Frank. Frank, you know, Frank like Frank is Frank has been terrible, man. <laughs> I mean oh, like, my God. You, can't, you can't really defend him. Like that those um few games, it might it might be like a handful of games he had all year where he was spectacular, you know, defensively, shooting the ball, driving the ball. But then it's been like like, especially like the last couple games, he's been getting – he's basically been, been doing nothing, you know, showing up and just not even – barely sweating, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. The thing about Frank Lillacena was crazy. He had two horrible games and we win both games. If this kid just scores 10 to 15 points, we blow the teams out. But even with his offensive woes, kid is still productive on the floor. He's still playing defense still grabbing rebounds, still passing the ball. This kid got to score baskets, man. I don't know when he's going to come around. Maybe I I got him at 23 years old. I think he's going to need two more years of seasoning and this team just needs to get better overall.
1: Yeah.
0: him put a positive contribution to winning. Um
1: when when you get into into his 20s or like deep in 23, you you talking about giving him an extension? Would you give him an extension?
0: Hell yeah, I would. I would give him. I would give him eight to eight to ten million, a four year forty million.
1: Um, what eight to ten mil? Or eight eight to ten mil for for a dude that's gonna be like just your backup, and we still don't have a starter yet.
0: True. It's like a real
1: complicated, you know, kind of like, eh, you know.
0: Hey, but let me throw this at you: if we already know that we're gonna be drafting a league guard this year's draft. Then I'd rather just pay Frank, and even if he's the backup or the starter, at least I know I got a guy who's been here for a couple of years, who's I could believe in. That's going to get better. He preaches team. He preaches he's going to get better every time. So I'd rather just put my chips on the table with Frank Ntilikina when I know it's bums out there, like Chandler Parsons getting twenty million, or you got guys like Kyle Anderson who's getting fifteen. Like. The contracts that these dudes be getting now, it should be no reason why the Knicks should not pay the best perimeter defender who's not gonna ask for a lot of money. Eight to ten million per year. I don't, I, that's just me. I
1: yeah, I agree that. with that though. I, I get what you're saying. Cause I mean, is, is this there's no use extending Elfra Payton for a whole bunch of years or you know, some other some other for some other team. We might as well just keep our own guy and just rock with him, you know, with like give him give him a little. You know, a slight bonus in it in the in the contract, and just rock with him because because he's been our guy this whole time. I got you.
0: Yeah, man. we Somebody got to break the Charlie Ward curse, man. And and, <laughs> and it's only fitting that Frank Ntilikina is the guy to do it. It's only fitting. Team first yeah. guy. Kid never cries about playing time. He, he like he always preaches team. You, there's no way you cannot love this kid. You you know who I compared him to how the Laker fans treat Alex Caruso. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. how Frank Lilakina is to me. It, it, it's the same way. We got love for the kid, man. Yeah.
1: Well, crazy. that's a good comparison. Alex Caruso, you know, numbers-wise, he sucks, but his impact on the floor, it shows up in, you know, just in their intangibles and stuff like that. Yep. I just wish that Frank was as aggressive as Alex Caruso oh, is.
0: God. I wish he was too, man. It's, I, I, I get us to Phil Jackson. The Zen master knew... That the Knicks would not draft a guy like this, a productive, defensive role player, and it's cool. Nick fans, we like the flashy, beep a boop type of guys, but you need championship role players. Frank is a guy you need to keep on the team. I don't see yeah. the value in trading him for a second-round pick. That's just me personally.
1: Nah, you can't do that. You can't do that for Frank. That's that, that's like that's like this um just throwing it away. That's like that's like buying like like well I'm, I'm a vegetarian but to use the analogy it's like buying like a a steak or whatever and just just looking at it and just throwing it away you know what i'm
0: saying <laughs> yeah man yeah you
1: can't you can't do that
0: stupid um next mailbag question brother oh uh, man this is a good one too by zach etrian etrian damn bro i probably butchered his name Cool, dude, you, killed
1: you killed his name
0: yeah, yeah. I definitely killed his name. Cool dude, though. Cool dude, though. Yeah. He follows the podcast. I know he follows yours. Um He asks, who is a valuable trade target? Someone who will actually help the team. Mm.
1: I don't know, man. Well, with the with the, the new um coach, Mike Miller, we kind of just kind of let him let him like, you know, put his will on the team. Make yeah. a little tweaks and stuff with the offense and stuff like that, and then maybe we can kind of answer that question. Because you know, I threw guys out there like like um, Terry Rozier. You know, I mentioned Sexton. Yeah. You know, the, these guys these guys are out there and they're available, but you know, are, are they really going to make us better? You know, or, or I don't know, man. This is a tough question, man. It,
0: it depends, man. It depends on what you. It depends on what you trade and what you get back. So if you if you trade for a guy like Sexton. You're getting back a point guard. You got to give up something for Colin Sexton. You probably give up Dodson. You probably give up Trey. Um, probably give up some. Uh, a couple of trade targets that's that comes off the top of my head. Mainly some are point guards that's out of a rotation right now. But I got Chris Dunn. Mm. Um, we just said Colin Sexton. I do like the Michael Porter Jr. trade people have been floating around, but I don't know if Denver is willing to give him up.
1: Well, a trade for who? Who's on, who's on the other side from the Knicks?
0: Um, I think the trade that I seen was Julius Randle. It, I think it was Julius Randle, Damian Dotson. For Michael Porter Jr., Mason Plumlee. And someone else. I I forgot Mm. the trade, but I know it was centered around that. But yeah, I know we probably can't get Michael Porter Jr., but that's another uh good trade target. Um Mo Bamba of the Orlando Magic. I know he's he's damn near out the rotation right now. Um yeah.
1: Well, you mentioned you mentioned two um, two big men, Mo Obama, and then what was the other guy, Michael Porter Jr., and all these guys. But yeah, what, what, what does that say about um, Mitchell Robinson? Um, you know, Mitch Robinson technically hasn't really gotten better. He's basically the same the same kind of player. You know, yeah. what, what what do we do about a guy like Mitchell Robinson? It's
0: crazy how you just mentioned he's the same type of player. He definitely is. Like, I don't, I see the growth in his game, but I need that, I need. The Knicks to take the handcuffs off of him. I think that's what it is. I think they got the handcuffs on him. Cause you, I seen a play a couple games ago. And I know you seen this play. Mitchell Robinson got the ball at the top of the key, but instead of handing the ball off, he picked. He used his dribble and he dribbled between his legs. I thought he was going to fumble the ball, but it was exceptional for a big. Yeah, the
1: yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. He, he kind of just dropped it. Boom! And it was like, oh, you know, yeah. Like, he made he made another move too where, where he like made like a spin move. Like he was he was gonna pass it up, but he made a spin move and dunked it. Yep, yep. That was fairly recently, a couple games ago, man. You know, when he when he did that, I, I almost passed out watching it, you know.
0: Yeah, and this goes back to this kid got a lot of untapped potential, man. I need to see him shoot jumpers. Man, I'm getting annoyed. See him handle the goddamn ball, man. Shoot some goddamn jumpers, Mitchell Robinson. Please, yeah, open up the offense.
1: Yeah, dude, he's got to be more more than just a um a, a, a pick and roll target, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah, he, sure. our, all, all of our young guys kind of fit the same um category. We got you got Mitchell Robinson, you got Frank Neelykeen and Kevin Knox. They all are basically the same player, but just from each position, you know.
0: <laughs> yo, basically, basically the same guy, and for that reason, that's the one reason why I want Anthony Edwards, yo. That is the exact reason why I won because it seemed like and Spencer Perlman told me this earlier. He was talking about how R.J. Barrett is a secondary offensive creator on a playoff team. and I'm looking at R.J. Barrett and I'm like, okay, I envision R.J. Barrett next to Anthony Edwards and Anthony Edwards making everybody else better around him just because of the dog he is and his 6'5 frame Great shoot off the dribble. I think they just need another guy, bro. I think they – I think we really have to get a top three pick in this draft. I think that's what it goes down to. And not no indictment on Mitchell Robinson, but he needs help. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think Julius Randle's the guy. I, I don't know. I don't like his game, bro. I, I ain't even going to lie to you, bro.
1: Yo, he he didn't he didn't do anything that we saw in the summertime. I thought he was going to get like a, a Carmelo clone the way that he was playing in the summer.
0: Hell no. He's far from Melo. i will take yeah. Melo right now over to Mitch Robinson. Honey, honey. Word up, man. <laughs> um next mailbag question. Oh, oh my god, I know this guy did not just act. <laughs> Hell with it. I'm going to ask you this question anyway. Yes Yes, Nina Lopez. Ask, what do you think about DeMar DeRozan?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about DeMar DeRozan, man. Hell no. That that seems like a, like a, a trade or or whatever that Isaiah Thomas would do. That's like an Isaiah move right off the bat, right there.
0: Yo, that that guy Isaiah Thomas written all over it, man. It, yeah. I hate before I get to the next question. I hate when people come to me and try to tease me about the Knicks and say, oh, y'all been rebuilding for 20 years. I need people to understand what a rebuild, the definition of a rebuild is. James Dolan has been hiring, I, I call it bad supervisors <laughs> who over who, who who's bad at managing employees. And James Dolan keeps firing supervisors because he's very impatient. And then he keeps hiring bad supervisor after bad supervisor after bad supervisor until he can find the right one. Um, yeah, I, I can't he's, been, he's just been
1: looking no. to, to, like, fill up the – I didn't mean to cut you off, but he's, like, like um, he's just trying to fill up the marquee. You know, he, he yeah. like, if you look throughout the history since he's been here, we've had the greatest coaches of this that's ever existed in basketball. You know, Lenny Wilkins, freaking Larry – Larry Brown, we had we had Don, you know, we had all these incredible coaches during his tenure. But every single last one of them, we we've like like castrated them in front of everybody. You know, it's just like ridiculous. Even the greatest coach to, to ever live, Phil Jackson, he came here and he got reduced to being like like a, called a racist and and all this all this other stuff, man. It's just it's just it's just crazy, man. I, like like Dolan, he, he truly is is um. He's cursed, but, I mean, I really don't know what what we can do about that, man. If you want to be a Knicks fan, this is just what it is, man. We we just, like, we just get the short end of the stick all the time, man.
0: Man, I just hope Dolan, whoever's this next hire, whoever's this next management team, you have to get it right to start the next decade on smooth. This decade's been a horrible decade for New York sports. sports. (laughs) Like, all around... Every team just stink right now, all around. But hopefully the Knicks could just get it right, mainly James Dolan. And out for him, he gets this right high. Because if he don't get this high right, that's when it's going to really – Boycotting and everything is really going to start happening. If if he don't
1: get this right, you might have to call in FEMA to save the city because we're going to freaking go crazy. Everybody's going to go nuts, man. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we can't we can't take another another hire and then like two years into it, next thing you know, there's like another scandal. Something else is happening. You know, every, everything everything that could that you can imagine can go wrong with a franchise. We've experienced everything, and this year has been been um been just like like another another chapter in that in that in that book. You know. Yeah,
0: but this year it's been quiet. It hasn't, you know, why though, and what's so crazy? You got Chris Daspozingis over there averaging 16 points, making 27 plus million.
1: Yeah, 30 something percent from the field and all that. Oh, my
0: goodness. You got Zion Williamson, who haven't played a game yet. You got Kyrie, who's been hurt for the last few weeks, and the Brooklyn Nets is playing actually better without Kyrie Irving. You got Kevin Durant. Who hasn't played a game yet this season and the media just been very very quiet and i love the i love that silence that's the that's the sound of defeat <laughs> i'm loving the silence right now
1: um, Yeah, it, it drives me crazy it's, it's, it's to me it's just not fair man okay like we can't breathe i could i could be i was watching i forgot what show i was watching this this show on on nbc i was watching it on hulu or whatever and i'm just watching mine of my business i put i made a post about it on instagram I'm just minding my business, and then out of nowhere, they um, they say, "Oh, I heard, I remember you was a Knicks fan. You are you still a Knicks fan?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm a dire Knicks fan." Oh my god, I can't believe you! are I'm like, can I get a god, break? God. Like, god, I can't. I can't even watch a regular sitcom on television without somebody just like, like, like burning the Knicks right in front of me. It's like, oh my god, man, it's it's like watching. It's like watching somebody scratching a chalkboard, or, or like, like um, Faces of Death back in the days. Like, like somebody's forcing me to watch Faces of the Death. I don't get. I just don't get it.
0: It's crazy because I, I, I don't know, man. People just get a kick out of when the Knicks lose. When the Knicks lose, best believe my phone goes off the hook.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't take it, man. I, I don't know if you get them too, but I, I get, like, random just messages anywhere, like on Twitter, on Instagram, from random people just, like, ragging on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what did I do to deserve that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: It's cool. It's cool because when we start winning, when we win the championship, it's going to feel great. So, oh, man. I, I'm, I'm going go be- with this rebuild, man. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it, man. It doesn't bother me at all. The losing does not bother me at all. As long as we got young kids on the roster, I'm good.
1: Yeah, I'm good with that too, man. Because when we do win, man, we're going to be butt naked for like 20, like <laughs> In 20 weeks straight. Like, is he ever going to put any clothes on? Nah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? we just going to be wilding yo, if, we, if we ever win, bro.
0: Ever win, man. I, I'll never forget the day of the draft lottery. And I was with a girl. And I'm watching the draft lottery. And I remember the Lakers getting the fourth pick. And I was screaming in my house. I'm like, yeah, yo, ah, uh-uh. ah. And kids are listening. I'm sorry, but I was like, fuck, yeah. And uh-uh. I was jumping for joy in my house. When we got that third pick, brother, the amount of disgust that came from out of – I was disgusted. I, and I was like, same old Knicks again. It's the same old exact bad luck we get every single year. But it seemed like this season the lottery gods and NBA gods are shining upon us. RJ's healthy, knock on wood. Um – and everything seems to be falling into place. We just need these young guys to play. So yeah, I, I, I'm good with everything that's transpiring right now. Um, next mailbag question. So Ag Xyla, probably butchered her name as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are what are in your mind? Well, what is in your mind? Reasonable steps to make this team relevant again. By mean relevant, I mean positive press, not negative.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
0: I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm like clueless. We 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 tried everything. We I really really don't know what else we could do. I mean, like like they they tried to do something different. They they trying to be transparent and stuff. Like after the tenth game, they came out and they addressed the um the media. And um, the media killed us for that. And then right after we fired Fisdale, we didn't say nothing, and they killed us for that. So it's like no matter what we do, whether 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 we come out and be transparent or we just keep it in-house, no matter what we do, it's always going to be a firestorm no matter what happens, man. So I really don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> I don't need them, man. I, I think the only kill is winning. But it first starts off with James Dolan, James Dolan hiring the right people, man. He got to hire somebody. You got to hire somebody, man. He, he yeah. has to hire somebody. And the Knicks just got to get good luck. I, I, I can't lie to you. We got to be lucky like the Golden State Warriors. They, we need two of these draft picks to become all-stars. We got to get lucky. I don't know what to. I don't know if it's going to be the draft pick from this season, the, the this upcoming lottery we about to – embark on again, man, because it's seven years in a row where we're not going to make the playoffs. Um, I, I don't know, man, but winning kills everything. And the 2021 free agency is coming up and I'm really focused on that free agency and I really need the Knicks to get it right, man. I need them to get this correct Higher When you're going into 2021 and you have at least five to seven guys on rookie scale deals giving you positive contributions, and you're going into 2021 free agency, probably with a playoff berth. If not, you probably win about 35 to 40 games. With these six, seven players on rookie-scale contracts, you never know what can happen. Never know yeah. what can happen.
1: Man. Well, 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 what do we do next Next offseason, though, with the with the money? Because because uh, we, we by the fall, we're going to have a lot of these guys coming off the books. So what do we do? Because, I mean, you, you have this guy – I'm always always forget names, but the guy that's in um this in the Pelicans right now, the small forward that was in L.A. Oh,
0: Brandon Ingram?
1: Yeah, Brandon Ingram. You got a guy named like um, Brandon Ingram. He's been playing well over there. Do you offer him a max contract?
0: Yeah. You know? Man, that's tough. Do you do that? That's tough, man. You know why that's tough? It's the Julius Randle syndrome all over again. <laughs> that's
1: what that's what that's what I'm trying to say. Like, do we do we invest all this money in um in in this guy Brandon Ingram because I mean he's actually he's putting up phenomenal numbers now. But yes. like, if you invest the money, the same thing like we did Julius Randle. What if he becomes Julius Randle and now we're sitting here again with our tail in between our legs? Like, what's you know, I, we just we just can't win, man.
0: I say this about Brandon Ingram, he's a completely different player than Julius Randle. He's more yeah. multi-dimensional. The Boston man. He's angry and- too, man. Yeah, 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 most definitely. And the ball sticks in his hands, you know. It's cool. Six nine, six ten. I don't know why the hell two K got him six seven. They be lying, but
1: yeah, he's big, man. He's a he's a big guy. Skinny, yeah, but you know, big.
0: Um, it depends, bro. It depends on who gets traded. If we trade Julius Randle then I say we could go after Brandon Ingram. If we don't trade Julius Randle, then I don't think we go after Brandon Ingram. Because we all know who the eye of the prize is in the next few years. We know there's a seven-foot monster located in Milwaukee (laughs) who I personally love right now. Yeah, he's
1: he's probably like the best player in the world right now.
0: Oh, my goodness. I don't want to spend no money. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm holding out. I'm, I'm
1: afraid to say his name, man.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to say his name on the podcast. I, I don't even like talking about it. It's just a seven foot player that's over there in Milwaukee that I, I would love to have on this team.
1: Yeah, he's like the big elephant in the room. Everybody knows that he's free. That he's gonna be a free agent. Everybody knows that Nick's gonna have money, and it's just gonna be, you know, it's just gonna be a circus again. The, like Le, like what LeBron did to us, and then what Durant did to us too.
0: You know what I think though? This is very different. Um, yeah, as far as Durant is concerned, once once Durant blew out his Achilles, it was over. It, yeah. I, I knew it was over. I, I I say this again. I always felt like he was going to be a Nick, but once he got that injury, he said, "Nah, I'm good." I didn't want. Yeah, that.
1: So, absolutely. Yeah, even even the Knicks. I think I think just just from a fan base, I I can't say from a fan base, but for from from me, I, immediately like like you said, as soon as he popped his um, Achilles, I was done. Yeah. Um, his camp was done too, whatever. What what made him go to to um the Nets is um Kyrie, cause Kyrie he just wanted to play for the Nets, cause that's that's his hometown team for when he was in Jersey. <laughs> you know, it all came out after the fact. You know, that that's that's another thing too, man. Like all all these um you know you know I, I know I know I know a lot of guys like to like to interview um news reporters and stuff like that, but I I really can't I can't stand them because there's there's a report out now that that we're supposed to like we're supposed to trade um. Marcus Morris for a first-round pick guaranteed. They always guaranteeing something, but then when it doesn't happen, they they flip it and somehow blame the Knicks and blame fans too. That we like we were the ones that came up with those ideas. It's it's these guys that come with that. The whole Durant and Kyrie thing. That was them that said that. And then when we didn't get them, then they flip it back on us and try to put make us feel like 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 um like we're like just crazy because we're Knicks fans. Now that that that's another another um dynamic. I just can't take you know being like a a fan you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's annoying. Like, this is why I'm glad it's dudes like Tommy Bear who's on Twitter. You got guys like Zach Lowe who says, well, 100% Durant is going to the Knicks. And then you say months later after Durant doesn't go to the Knicks, oh, the Knicks is a future franchise and blah, blah, blah. I'm glad people dig up old tweets. So it's a yeah. simple stuff like that. Yeah, I, I, it gets very annoying, bro. I
1: like, yeah, and then they 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 directly come at us, like, Yeah, look, all, all the Knicks fans thought they were getting Durant. No, we didn't. You guys told us that, you know, that's the only reason why we even said anything, why we even that was even in our conversation because you guys are reporting it. You know, that's, that's one thing too. I, I want to, you know, since I'm here with you, me and you both are podcasts. We're just, um, super fans of the Knicks and we, we're, um, we're putting our, our, our stuff out there just to, just to get a new, a different voice. You know, you, you have a great voice and what you do. And me, I have my little lane too, man. That That's uh, our, our, our voices are, are is, is going to be like the, um, like the anti-venom for everything that, that we've been dealing with all these years. So, I mean, I, I hope, I hope through, through me and you and through other, other guys out there that are doing stuff for, um, for the Knicks on the fan side that, that we can just like, from our energy, just just change this, man. Because I, I feel like there's no, there's nothing that's gonna stop Donal from doing what he's doing, and there's nothing gonna stop these current players from do, from saying and and all these um you know Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellum and all these guys. There's nothing's gonna stop these guys from saying what they're gonna say, but just me between me and you and the guys like us putting this the energy out there. We gotta be the ones to to, to um to change the tie because there are a lot of great fans out there you know and they they, they don't yeah. always want to yeah. keep um tuning into these guys Stephen and they ain't all these guys nope. they want to hear like the thoughts of real fans so just from us our voices out there man i'm hoping i'm hoping that we can like uplift the Knicks and bring some of that juju man we we need it man we need it
0: yeah we need we oh my god man seven straight years no playoffs and the Knicks yeah. somehow has the most podcasts <laughs> <over laughs> <Apple> podcast like <laughs> hey, man Yo, it's crazy, yo, it's crazy. The Nick community is just, <laughs> is just so crazy, man. Crazy fans. We don't switch, none of that. It, I, I'm good on that, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any final thing? Any any final words for the people before we get out of here, brother? I, I guess that's enough for the mailbag questions. Anything else on your mind before we get out of here, brother?
1: Well, just, you know, I kind of, I kind of went a little crazy. I, I get crazy in my podcast too. I get, I just, I sometimes I go <laughs> off the, off the deep end. But it just, yes, but um, you know, I, I just, I just want to just um relay the message. It's like, yo, we, we gotta stick together. We can't be like, like I, I spend all day fighting people, whether whether it be at work or on the train or on the, you know, even just driving. People could see you in your car wearing Knicks gear, or you know, me in my car, I got I got stickers and I got all all kind of stuff going on, so people know you're a Knicks fan. So you know, the, the first thing they want to do is, is like kind of like attack you. But my thing, my thing is like like we, us. If you're a real Knicks fan and you love the um the Knicks and whatever, whatever you listen to me or, or listen to you or anybody, we gotta stick together, man. This that's the only thing that's gonna change the tide, man. We gotta we gotta. Wear our gear. We can't be afraid to wear stuff. You know what I'm saying? We got to be out there. We just got to be there for each other. That's, that's, it's really just gang life, man. <laughs> it's gang <like> gangland <laughs> with, the, with the orange and blue. We have to stick together.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure, man, because this is this going to be a tough road. This is going to be a tough road. We don't know where the hell this road is going to end up, but I do know for sure that I got R.J. Barrett in, pa- in, in the back pocket, so I, I'm not worried. I'm good. I'm comfortable. Hopefully, the Knicks could get a win. Definitely want to beat the Denver Nuggets. We owe them one because they yeah. destroyed us the last game. Oh my God, they destroyed us. Um, but salute to you, my brother, Diehard Knicks podcast. Salute the Knicks Nation. Appreciate y'all, man. Like we said, we're trying to spread that energy, spread the positive voices around, man. We we try to take y'all away from the ESPN. And the MSG Network sometimes, because those dudes be going crazy sometimes, too. And we Yeah, try to just... selling
1: clicks, man. they just selling clicks.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. And, and, you know, we just try to spread the positivity. But salute the Knicks Nation. Diehard Knicks Podcast. Salute to you, my brother. Stay no, to down, the man. Knicks Podcast. Salute to the people. I'm out of here. Peace. All right. Peace, brother. Peace, brother.